Hey everybody, welcome back to the Next Generation Podcast here. I'm your host, Oscar, joined by my lovely wife here. Hi. And uh, as you guys noticed, we look a little different today, both the view and also us. Um, just off the bat, we decided to change it up a little bit, uh, put the table this way, blah, 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 you know, it looks good. It looks, I like it, I like it. Um, but let me know what you guys think, because always you guys are part of the family here, so um, give us any feedback on this, and uh, we'll have that second camera over here no uh now as for us you're wearing something yeah (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) i wanted it to be very obvious that i love avocados okay because a big avocado neon sign over here doesn't give it away yeah sometimes you said buy it so i didn't want it to be any confusion (laughs) (laughs) okay well (laughs) i like it you kind of look like a big green mint Maybe like, oh, you know what it is? It's like, um, what's that, mint chocolate chip uh, ice cream? It looks like someone just like a scooped you up and <laughs> just flopped right on you. Wouldn't it be more like pistachio? Pista- yeah, like, yeah, both are green. They're like both that same color. Pistachio, I guess so, because these those look more like a little nuts. Yeah, yeah. And what are you even work. talking about? Like, you got me this. This this is your doing. It was a nice present. I didn't, I didn't know you were going to use it this much, but okay. I'm happy I love like it. it. It's yeah. really cozy. Yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> it's a walking now, blanket. Yeah. I mean, I know I bought it. <laughs> now, uh, as for what I'm wearing, um, I didn't want you to be a loner on today's podcast here with your big blanket, chocolate mint chip ice cream. So I decided to go ahead and uh, put on my poncho that your mom gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, still fits, still looks pretty good. I like looking it. good, looking good. Yeah, I mean, towards the winter, this is probably what I wear most of the time. Yeah. Um, uh, I know that you guys thought that Mexicans don't wear ponchos all the time, but no, we do. I, I want you guys to know, Mexicans, Latinos, ponchos all the time. It's not a stereotype. You, you, you just, anytime you see any Latino out there in the wilderness, and, <laughs> and they're not wearing a poncho, go up to them. Say, yo, where's your poncho? Trust me, they'll get you. They'll understand. Um, well, now, this took a weird turn. <laughs> I just want to get people in trouble. Someone's <laughs> going to get punched out there for following that advice. Now, for today's uh, episode here, the theme is Two-Faced, which I kind of just was right now. No way. Were I you? Two-Faced the people because follow along here with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> because I told him a lie. Yeah, and they totally believed it. I want to say some of them are already acting upon it. That's mm-hmm. all. Now, with this theme, we're going to have a lot of fun. I, I picked most of these stories, so you have probably little to no idea to what, what's going on here. But these are fun, man. These are real fun. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. You remember that next-door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? All right, so first story for you guys today is, am I the asshole for spending my children's inheritance, leaving almost nothing to them and my grandchildren? Hello. Good afternoon. What you are about to read is a recent cause of emotional distress for me, regret, and I'm doing this post with the help of my colleague and his son, who insists I'm doing the right thing. I'm 63 years old. I took advantage of better times, financially speaking, and managed to get enough money to save, have a good retirement, and leave a good inheritance for my children. However, their actions in recent years have broken my heart. My oldest daughter is a lawyer, married to an attorney. I have another son who is also a lawyer. 
a third who became an engineer, and the youngest who is a salesman. I have been a smoker for many years, and the predictable outcome has finally caught me, so I may not have many years left. After knowing this, my children began stabbing each other's backs, trying to get their inheritance earlier. Initially, there were frequent verbal discussions that escalated to legal battles. The boiling point came when my daughter forged her brother's signature to take their part of the inheritance while I was being treated at the hospital. Now, none of the siblings can see each other in the eye and only talk through lawyers. Saddened by this situation, I decided to spend the money, thinking that if all of it is gone, they would have no more reasons to fight. I donated charities, bought my wife beauty items, went on vacations with her, paying for the better looking hotel rooms, no planes because of COVID travel restrictions, gave my grandkids expensive gifts, bought my dearest friends and colleagues better equipment to improve their work. We bought a huge TV, prepaid for my funeral, tasted some fine whiskey, among other things. Right now, about 65 to 70% of my savings are now gone. I plan to keep enough for the time I have left and leave my wife with a good cash amount. However, my children noticed that I'm spending a lot and started to ask questions. My daughter figured out what happened on her own. I had no rebuttals since I'm guilty of all the accusations she made, but then she mentioned that her children will suffer because of my selfish acts. Not only that, but I am cursing all of her grandchildren by doing this. That made me think that my grandchildren shouldn't be punished for their parents' sins, and maybe I was too self-absorbed to realize it sooner. That's my dilemma now. Am I the asshole? Heck no. Why would you be the asshole? That's your money. Do whatever you want with that money. This is true. Also, when they were talking about, like, the kids, right? They're all really good off, man. Yeah. What, two lawyers in the family and an uh, engineer mm-hmm. and a salesman. Mm-hmm. Now, the salesman is probably the one potentially doing the, the not the greatest one, depending on what the sales are. And depending, like, how well he's at yeah, it. Established and yeah, established stuff. But all in all... If he's well established and like he's, it's a good product. They're all or whatever, doing good. They're all doing really good. Good enough to put their kids through like a good whatever school, whatever it is mm-hmm. that they need to put uh, their kids through. Now, is he the asshole for doing this? No, nah, I don't believe it because we've been down this road before, yeah. right? Inheritance is not something that you have ownership of um, until you're whoever dies that's giving you the inheritance, mm-hmm. right? But people feel entitled to inheritance. I don't understand how people can get so, like, uh, what's it called? So so caught up in the money that they're no longer, like, talking to their own family. Or able to, like, like this person said, uh, OP said, they that her, the, the kids couldn't even look each other in the eye anymore. Yeah. Like, how can you let money do that to you? It's your own blood. I think it's messed up, man. I don't think he's an asshole. I, I, I don't know if what he did was completely right. I would have saved a little more extra money. That's what I'm saying. 65 to 70% gone. Yeah. Well, we don't know how much time he has left, but I would say the thing that I would really watch out for and take care of is for you. I'd, I'd make sure that we didn't blow all my money. Like, I'm oh, leaving yeah. this planet, but you're not. So it's like, yeah. we're not blowing all of it and then leaving you with nothing, you know? He said he left her some but 60 to 75 percent gone i would have done 50 and cut it off there i would have yeah. just wasted 50 percent. yeah and the other all to you that's i mean i guess depending how much it is though bit. yeah but like as i mean i don't know how many more years you have i don't know how many years the wife has mm-hmm. like if they're in a, one of those relationships where like they have a gap uh on their on the years like maybe there's like 15 year gap or whatever mm-hmm. the wife has a lot to live for you know 
So like, I want to have, I want her to have as much money as possible. I would yeah. want to, I, I don't know how long you're going to live for, man. You might outlive me. So I'd want you to have as much money as possible, you know? Yeah, I think that that's the only part that I would, I would say, like, don't blow all your money. But yeah. when it comes to, to the daughter saying you're cursing your grandchildren, so dude, extreme, the bro. grandchildren are not the responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you as a parent. It's your job. What happens to your kids? Why are you relying yeah. on your parents' money for that? You, you're doing I good think, for yourself. I think she was just really trying to, like, stab him. Like, I think she was like, you did us wrong. Let me stab you with, like, guiltness, which he did feel guilty, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let me stab you with some uh, guiltness so that way you can feel guilty. You can feel like you did something wrong, although he really didn't, you know? Yeah. So, nah. Dude, live your life. I think, like, one of the saddest things is, and we we have lived through this, I guess, um, for sure I have, yeah. where we see people literally die all, like basically work until they die oh yeah. you know like um on on my job i have heard and spoken to people they're like oh yeah we need to transfer all these accounts over to so and so because that person passed away like two days ago yeah. and and that work replaces you so easily we've always known that but yeah. everything else it's like you literally how many events did you miss family related or how how many days did you work sick just because you wanted to complete whatever it is yeah and all of that to have this hopeful hopefully like good amount of money piled up yeah. but to never even use it like that's so shitty you know so i don't shitty. want people to experience that i want people to work hard and achieve things that they want to achieve and to be able to use that money to create memories and yeah. and to do things with it not just have it pile up until you die and you can't use it now it goes to other people you know yeah yeah damn that's a, that's that's something to think about you know like so i guess that's always that's also like a a road someone has to take eventually right where like you're either gonna spend the money that you worked hard for or you're gonna like go ahead and leave it off to somebody else yeah like oh wouldn't it be so hard you, you let's say you you pile up a bunch of money okay like at the end of the whatever right mm -hmm. and uh, you're 60 but you got like i'm gonna not, i don't want a ridiculous number i want something realistic like let's say you have an extra 400k mm -hmm. in the bank right isn't it so tempting to just buy a car <laughs> a car no i want to go I'd, travel I'd wanna, oh that's true i don't i'd want to buy like a 150k car just something nice, you know? Maybe buy myself a GTR or whatever. And then travel. Wouldn't it be... Isn't it so tempting to just waste and blow up all that money? <laughs> it's, you worked hard for it, you know? Yeah. And But but people, if you have kids, they, they might expect you to like be like, well, you're, you're going to leave some inheritance money to those kids, aren't you? No, why? What do you mean why? Like, that's kind of like the expectation. Dude, if, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if I've raised them and they got their own lives and they're adults, then they're responsible for, for you their stuff. You don't want to them anything? I mean, I'll just use my money how I want to use it and have a good time. And then whenever I pass away, whatever's left is what gets divided. Bucks. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just like... Put 20 bucks in between you four. <laughs> like, if they're all good, like, like, my plan is not to to 
what, what is it called pinch pennies until the day i die like oh, that's yeah. not what i want to do that's true you know so it's like yeah. no i'm gonna have a good time whatever's left over you guys can keep yeah i don't want to have a safety net though for them like uh, probably like 100k i split it between all of them because like think about it like this right like we came from poor ass backgrounds yeah our parents were never able to give us anything like monetarily right like support but nothing to, for college nothing right it's always been us working for it now when we have grandchildren i don't want them to ever do anything like that again so like i'd want to just leave something off so that our future generations can keep building upon whatever it is that we that we started you know it's like i can give it to you and then you can use it to start off whatever i don't know business whatever that you want to mm-hmm. do or use it to go to, off to college or whatever or you can get it and then you can build upon that amount of cash by like i don't know trading it or whatever or doing whatever you want with that amount of money you get what i'm saying i guess so but i guess like the thing is like i'm not gonna be worrying about my grandkids mm. as in like i love them but like yeah like if if their parents are good like it, it just all depends to be honest because like what if when i'm at that age my kids kids also my grandkids are already like also in their 20s so it's like i guess that's one way of saying yeah because then they're gonna be they themselves are gonna start my point is not that i don't i wouldn't leave them anything my point is like they shouldn't be expecting anything mm. to make their life work you know like how this yeah. daughter is saying you're cursing your grandkids yeah it's like then you're relying on something external to to like put yeah. you guys through and why are you doing that that's true that's you know true. yeah i i agree um hopping back to sorry I feel like these kids are just, I don't know, like, okay, OP sounds like a good dude, right? I don't know what happened in between the growing of the children and the teaching of them, but, like, they sound like really shitty-ass people, (laughs) you know? So, like, what happened? What happened that, like, they just turned out so messed up? Like, why are they all fighting each other? They should all be, like, trying to figure out how to... How to make this person OP's last years the best years that the OP has, right? Yeah. Instead of like fighting, oh man, I can't wait for this old man to die and like look at that inheritance money and let me get yours too because I want more of it. Like, what happened here? I, I want background information. I want to know like, did did one of the kids, I don't know, do some do something wrong to the other children or whatever the siblings, so that way like they all hit each other. Like, what's what's going on? Why are they so messed up to each other? You know? Yeah. Did you find that odd? Like, do you, do you, could you ever well, see yourself being like that to your siblings? To me, it's just like, like, I remember my dad used to like talk to us a lot when we were younger and tell us stories. And through those stories is how we would like learn whatever lesson he wanted to teach us. Yeah. And I remember one of the stories is about exactly this inheritance and kids fighting over it. I have two brothers, so his stories always had three three kids you know (laughs) and like i just remember so many of stories and one of them specifically that they they fought so much for the money and um they became like against each other they they fought against each other they turned on each other and at the end when they all walked away with their bag of gold like it turned to to piss like wait yeah piss yeah (laughs) 
I don't why? remember, I don't remember yeah. why that story was like that. But it's pretty much like to say like it's worth nothing. Like okay. they made it worth nothing. But it had to be piss. I don't know. So they were telling me they're holding this bag, right? Of gold. Okay. I remember the story exactly. What is it because it's gold color? I don't know, dude. Did did your dad make this up? Yes, it's stories that he would make up. Okay. And I think it's because he said that probably because it would make us laugh or something. Okay. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) But like it was just stories like that that always stuck with me, you know? Like don't fight over money. Like money really is nothing. Yeah. And money will can turn you into a horrible person. Is it? Is it All right, like, is okay. It like your own piss? I'm, I'm over it. Okay, well, I like your story, but I'm just no. Is it your own piss? Okay. Whose piss is it? Well, okay, you're okay. literally ruining this story. Okay, it's a beautiful story. I'm happy that your dad told it to you guys. It's a little odd. Now, I to get, answer your question, no, I, I do not see myself like treating my siblings yeah. like that because because you guys were raised right. You guys were raised to to be supportive of one another, and not to be like greedy with each other. Seriously, yeah. and. Maybe like it took a long time to learn that lesson, you know, because I was yeah. I was I was a greedy child with with candy and stuff towards my siblings. But like now I would say if if there's going to be an issue like that, yeah. then I'm OK with my parents splitting whatever they want to split yeah. between my two brothers. And I'm OK with getting nothing Just to avoid the problem. Yeah, See, that's not that there would be, I yeah. think. I, nah, I know your brother isn't you enough to know that you guys wouldn't fight over something as silly as that i do feel like something's up with these kids man i i don't think he's an asshole just solely for the fact that the kids are so freaking spoiled and and not spoiled just i don't even know greedy and messed up man um overall one this one is not the asshole mm-hmm. uh top comment is are you saying an attorney lawyer engineer and a salesman can't provide for their children and have to rely on inheritance. Tell them, it's your money and ultimately you aren't responsible for their grandkids' future and they should be saving up for them. Tell your kids to go jog off and do one. Do you agree with that top of comment? It's a part that I was so confused about. Like, these kids are all well off. Why mm-hmm. do they need this? You know, and why were you? Why would you fight about it? I think the part that gets me the uh, the angriest it's when they're like they don't even talk to each other anymore. They talk to each other via yeah. lawyers. Wait, the kids don't talk to each but other. It's a lawyer. It's two attorney. It's an attorney and a lawyer. Does the lawyer get its own lawyer, or does the lawyer represent themselves? Okay, okay, Oscar, where are you going? Here, I, just, I have so many questions. You're focusing on the wrong stuff. I don't know. I think I'm focusing on the right things. I'm asking the right questions here. I feel like a lawyer would probably represent get represented by another lawyer because you can't. What is that? Uh, something interest, right? Uh, Conflict of interest. Yeah. But wouldn't like it also matter depending what kind of lawyer they are? You know, like like uh, oh, I guess you're right. Like what's a health insurance lawyer or something. You can't represent yourself in this situation. Okay, I don't know where you're going with that. Well, what I'm health insurance lawyers. What, what, what I meant to say is okay. like there's there's divorce lawyers, you know. So that's the yeah. area that they're experts on. Okay. And um, there's other divisions, you know, like immigration lawyers and stuff like that. So what if one of these lawyers is like, for example, an immigration lawyer? What is her knowledge going to do in this case? For fighting over inheritance, you know, yeah, I guess you're she right. she would re- have someone else represent her. I guess you're right. Um, I think that's it. Nothing else to say on this one, right? Just shitty, shitty kids. Uh, you go do your 
your best and dude relive your best life uh op and at 63 man just do whatever you still can do you know? also like why why did he smoke knowing that that was gonna happen and he sounded happy uh, about it it finally yeah. came to pass <laughs> i mean some people just don't care right yeah i guess yeah uh next story here though it is am i the asshole for telling my friend to man up or not come to my wedding context me 31 male and taylor 30 male have been best friends since forever we were school buddies college friends and my parents love him we vacationed together many times taylor is a very affectionate person kind and thoughtful guy three years ago me and Anne, 31 female started dating and now i'm pretty sure she's the love of my life brilliant woman all around we're getting married next january the conflict after a long and thoughtful conversation my fiance voiced her concerns about inviting taylor to our wedding basically she had two main reasons one dress code taylor is a 30 year old punk he wore a dress to our prom you know that kind of guy two taylor is dating a guy which is not the problem but his partner is also very flamboyant and wants a very minimalist quiet calm wedding because she struggles with anxiety and ADHD. So, that was her request. I talked to Taylor the next day, and I told him about Anne's concerns. Tay said, do you think I'm going to show up in a white dress? And laughed about it. But I told him he needed to promise he would respect the dress code. Black tuxedo for the guys. That was the code. I got a little cut up in the moment, so maybe I was harsher than I should have been. I told him to man up and to act his age. I said some stupid stuff like, people laugh about you. You want to be a joke? He said, sure, no problem. And the next day, he declined the online invitation. He keeps telling me, we're good, and everything is okay. But the situation, it's bothering me. I love Tay, but I know he can be difficult. My group chat with my family is burning because they don't understand why he will not be there. And our friend's group chat is dead since the news dropped. Am I the asshole? What do you think? Uh, I, I, I... I respect the friend for not going. Like, if he doesn't want to go because he already feels like they, he's being called out. Yeah. It's already not like a, 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 we're so happy to have you at our wedding, you know? Yeah, it's like a conditional show up kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you can only show up if you're not basically yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, like, I can commend him for, for doing that if he really is okay how he says he's he's telling op like we're good we're good yeah and if he means it you know because mm. i don't want him to say we're good and if and you're then, not yeah. good you get me I agree. um ah oh, geez toughy huh yeah yeah i think this is where like the two phase kind of comes into place like with the whole overall theme of this episode mm -hmm. because um this best friend right like, if you're best friends, friend, best friends with somebody, you'll accept them for whoever they are, mm -hmm. right? You're not, like, conditionally best friends because you can only be my best friend if you're not punk or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I believe this best friend is kind of being a two-faced because, yes, he loves the wife, right? But this is your best friend, dude. Like, this is someone that you cherish a whole lot. Now, your significant other comes as a priority, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously. But... Just because your significant other is a priority doesn't mean that you should now drop all of your friends because there's things that, like, take her off about them. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
yes, she wants a minimalist wedding mm-hmm. and all that, right? But if your friends have things that, I don't know, make her feel like it's not going to be a minimalist wedding, then are you going to just start dropping them all one by one until she has, like, nobody there except for maybe one guy that you bring along and that's it? I feel like like the wife just really doesn't even like the friend. Oh, that could be it. Could be it. You know, like yeah. If you're having a minim- minimalist wedding, then that is the wedding that you're having. That one person doesn't make it minimalist or not. What do yeah. you mean by minimalist? Then do you just mean everyone's serious? Like that's not. I guess it's that's like, not minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of really sucks because it's like. It's going to just look so boring. How just like everybody's wearing tuxedos and that like they're the yeah. one tuxedo, whatever, like only the one choice available. Girls, all of you just wear the one uh, blue dress and that's it. You can wear like two different colors or whatever. Like, like this looks, that's, that's so not weird. where I was going with this. Okay. I think that's fine. I think that makes it I like, know. well, it's because the thing is like that would be part of the minimalist thing. Yeah. But you can't tone down people's personalities. That's why you can't be like, this is minimalist. Therefore, your mm. emotions but also have to be minimalist. And you have to like keep your voice level here. It, it, like, it's just. But that's kind of what. Okay, but she's not controlling his. I guess the boyfriend. She's controlling the boyfriend's emotions because yeah. he's from Loy and all. Uh-huh. But she's also controlling the guy, like the the, the main best friend, because they're, she's telling him what not to wear. Well, it's because to me, it just sounds Which like. Which his personality, it's just what he's wearing. I would be a little like offended if someone sends out an invitation, right? An, an mm-hmm. invitation. And the invitation says it's it's um black tie attire you know so i understand the dress code but then someone has to come and tell me the dress code mari is you wear only so and so Mm. i'm like i read the invitation you know like why are you like i'm not stupid like yeah i wonder if, if this best friend has done anything in the past that has made it seem like he doesn't comprehend these type of like rules or something maybe but it just sounds like maybe that that person wears just more extravagant extravagant clothes than normal you know like for me i i don't care about fashion first of all but if i've said it like i'll continue said it saying it if it was acceptable i would love to have a closet where it's just the exact same shirt like 10 20 shirts that are exactly the same yeah and 20 pants are exactly the same you know like i i'm okay being a cartoon character that only has one outfit yeah or a second outfit for special season episodes you know (laughs) uh but for example my older brother he has very colorful closet like a super like he probably has a rainbow up in there in his closet yeah and i cannot like i don't feel comfortable wearing colors that loud you know i guess right now i'm wearing something pretty loud um (laughs) But to go out, I, I don't I don't like that, you know, yeah. just because he dresses like that and I dress like this or whatever. It doesn't mean that we don't both understand what certain attire is appropriate for yeah. an event and will dress according to that attire. Yeah. You know, yes, you're right. So to be told specifically, like, are you understanding these rules? Is I'm that not seems stupid. like you're babysitting him, huh? Yeah. Which, uh, never going to turn out. 
And then if someone were to come and be like, hey, you're invited to the wedding, but you know, like, I know you're bringing Oscar. Oscar's like invited as well. Um, But can you just tell him to just like tone it down? Like, I'm like, well, you don't, like, it. to me, it sounds like they don't want you to be you. And I don't want you to go somewhere that you can't be you. That's always so tough. Because, like, that's probably the biggest reason why Taylor is not going. Yeah. It's probably not even because of him, like himself, right? It's probably because of the boyfriend situation, like part the the condition of the boyfriend part. Because I'm not gonna go to a wedding that you're not invited to. Like, let me rephrase that. I'm not gonna go to a wedding that they specifically told me not to invite you to. Because like that's messed up, dude. Did they tell them not to invite him? Not necessarily, but they said uh, they said that the boyfriend has to not be as flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Which is that's basically asking you not to come, like. What you're just okay, your personality is your personality. Yeah. And that's that. It's not like you can you can be like, I'm leaving my personality at home today, you know? <laughs> like that's it's you. So like if you if you go somewhere where people are like, Oscar, you can't be whatever you are, right? Mm-hmm. If I go, I'm gonna be so paranoid the whole time. Cause I'm gonna be like, Am I not able to laugh really loudly today? Because like they think I'll be too loud. Let's um you know. Let's take it from the from the wife's perspective, the the bride to be. Okay. What if like this this boyfriend is really obnoxious to her? Like mm-hmm. she just thinks that he's obnoxious as heck. Yeah. And it's your wedding, and it's gonna be a small wedding, intimate, yeah. uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I just won't, don't want this one person to go. Like is, that's kind of allowed, isn't it? To not want some people to be there. Yeah. So then. Make it clear. Don't, but don't, but what you just said though, like if yeah. someone was like, "I don't want money there," that's that's not my problem. My problem is, uh, I guess I guess you're right. I guess you caught me. That is what I said, right? But like, my problem is that like, I don't want them to be like, "Don't take money because of this reason." That's where I don't I don't like because I'm like, you just you realize you just insulted my wife, right? <laughs> like that's or in the same. Same way here, Taylor is being told that the boyfriend is very from Blant. So tone it down, right? Mm-hmm. You just insulted the boyfriend of the man's. You don't do that, you know? In in a way you're telling them as well, don't I, I don't want I don't want you to bring this person because they're very from Blant. So like to my point, just tell me, hey, I don't know, which is messed up. I think it's really messed up. I think there should be something that, that's worked out. But if you say, like, hey, like, honestly, this wedding is very minimalistic. And uh, we're just, we're, our, our guest list is tight. That's it. Sorry. Yeah? Wait. Okay. Well, wait. No, no, no. That's not enough info. So that's what, it. That's it. That's what, what does that mean? It just means, like, we don't have Neither enough. of them are invited? Yeah. If the wife really doesn't want them, which... I think sucks. Like I think the but the wife didn't like, say that though, right? Mm. So you, what would you say to someone? What would I say to them? Yeah, the guest list is tight, so no plus ones for you. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't want to insult somebody. Okay, what is the question? Am I the asshole for what? Am I the asshole for, um, uh, for telling them, telling telling Tay, telling yeah, telling Tay that like. Yeah, you have to tone it down a bit with your personality, basically. I think so. 
think so? I think so. I think I think if that's but the like question. You, you brought, uh, sorry to interrupt, but you get, you brought up a really good point that just stumped me. Like I, it threw me off completely <laughs> because as much as I want to say yes, OP, you're an asshole for doing that, right? Mm-hmm. The wife's per- the the bride's perspective really is something that's super, like like that you need to consider here, right? It's important. If this dude is just gonna ruin the one day that's your wedding day, it kind of makes sense to be like. Hey, Oscar, can you just tell your best friend to kind of just tone it down a little bit with the dress? I want my my, my wedding to be perfect. And me as a groomsman, uh, groomsman, me as a, as a, as a, is a groomsman? Is that what it is? As a groom? As a groom? As a groom. I am going to be like, well, my wife wants a perfect wedding. So I'll talk to my best friend and see what we can work out. It's because the thing is, like, like I, I don't know. I think from my perspective, how would I approach this, right? Mm-hmm. So I either don't invite the person or invite them, and that's it. No There's extra no talking to them. Because if yeah. my issues with their personality, then I'm not going to go tell someone, you are invited, just not your personality, though. Can you yeah. trade it off with someone that's else for a initial, day? Right? Yeah, yeah, like, so you invite them or you don't invite them? But but I really want my best friend there. Like, I really... Like, let's say you're, like... you're. It's so black and white, right? You either invite them or you don't invite them. Mm-hmm. If they're... If it is just yes or no, and I was like, oh, I'm my best friend there, what would you do? Yes or no? I'm the bride? Yeah. And I just think that your friend's boyfriend is obnoxious? My My... My my best friend's boyfriend is obnoxious, and my best friend just dresses really loudly. Okay, well, the dress code, there's already a dress code, so I don't care how he dresses normally. Like, the, people know how to follow dress code. Yeah. Um, And then, I'm not going to, like, what do you tell the boyfriend? Like, you're not going to tell them to tone it down. Like, they, they're yeah. just them. Yeah. So then you would leave it? You would let them be the dude? Well, the yeah. Mm. I agree. I... I if agree. I really don't feel okay with it, then just, like, say no plus one. Yeah. But yeah, I respect I, I, the friend for not showing, or sin- I, for not inviting. I agree. I think a lot of this was, like, I think this was a tough one. Um, But I, I think, I think you hit it right in those. You either do it or you don't do it, and that's it. There's no conditional invitation. There's no conditional blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Either yes or no. And that's that. Now, the part that was getting me caught up on was that I was trying, uh, for some reason, I think it's because I just read it, but for some reason I was so stuck on like, oh, the wife's probably being, the wife is probably like a B word or something. Like she probably mm-hmm. just doesn't want anybody. Like she's probably very, very picky. That's what I was going for, right? Mm-hmm. In my brain. But thinking about it, if you were, we were in this situation, you, you would, you would probably be like, yeah, you know what? Fine, let's go ahead and have him. I mean, he can bring his boyfriend or whatever, right? So we were in a situation like not everybody's. What I'm trying to say is not everybody, not every bride is a bride to law. So mm-hmm. if you can be in, if you have a relationship where it is like black and white with the whole yes or no, and your wife isn't messed up and allows you to bring your best friend, then you're good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a really long sentence <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to make it clear though like 
it's not it's black and white but it's also not black and white when it comes to it like it has it's it would be a specific scenario is it okay in a different scenario it's it's it'll suck for the grooms man the grooms the groom just like for the groom overall one this one was an asshole i mean you probably guessed it right and top comment was you're the asshole that's what i said right yeah, you're the asshole said. yeah uh top comment is you're the asshole the friend group chat isn't dead they started a new one without yeah, you that's what i was thinking yeah yeah and bro two-faced ass people right here oh all shoot around. <laughs> all around <laughs> uh next story here is am i the asshole wait for, what's up is it was there a top comment that's all they said that's all i said oh that's a really short top comment yeah yeah pretty short um oh, uh <laughs> now you got me all thrown off next story here is Am I the asshole for using flashcards to explain to my brother and his wife why they can't bring their rainbow baby to my wedding? I guess two-faced people all the time when it comes to weddings. Actually, yeah, you're right, right? That's two of them already? Mm-hmm. Dang, man. Yeah, I guess that's probably when it comes out the most, huh? My fiancé, female, and I, male, are getting married. We've decided weddings going to be child-free. No hate towards children just to keep it more organized and contained. My brother Chris, male, and his wife, female, have a three-year-old son who everyone calls Miracle or Rainbow Baby. He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me his son is a Miracle Baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiancé. I refused and said no. The wedding is child-free. His wife kept sending my fiancé pics of my nephew when he was months old what does that mean i told him no one to stop my brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship i again said no and explained that my wedding is child free he asked again and pointed out how his baby is different since he's a rainbow a miracle baby i again said no and explained that the wedding is child free they brought it up when they visited at my home and i knew they weren't going to stop so i made flashcards in advance with the phrase the wedding is child free period and pulled them out and started slowly showing them the flashcards one by one in this order the wedding with a sticker of a bride and groom is child with a sticker of a baby free with a sticker of a a circle with a <laughs> dash a circle with a dash <laughs> period with a huge black dot sticker they were both stunned i asked if they get it now and chris had lost his shit his wife had already grabbed her stuff and walked out Chris called me an asshole for doing this and said that I disrespected him, his wife, and their son, who's my one and only nephew. He rushed out after we argued. My fiancé saw the whole thing and thought that it was funny, but my parents and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect and mockery I had displayed towards them, and I'm being told to fix it now. Am I the asshole? No. He's not the asshole. Like. It's crazy. <sighs> I feel so sorry for this kid, too. Like, um, no doubt that they're going to have a lot of love from their parents. But it might be an overkill. Like, if yeah. this kid is raised with, you are a miracle. You can't do anything wrong. You're special. Rules don't apply to you. And that is not going to, that kid no, is right. not going <laughs> to. No. That kid is not going to turn out really great like because they're gonna go yeah. into the world into the real world and realize that no one gives us a shit do you think this is how like 
um, narcissistic kids. Yeah, narcissistic kids uh, that get created. I don't know, uh, but this. I mean, I feel like it might if they if they treat it incorrectly if they if they treat him incorrectly. It, her, it's just like the baby is. Like I, I am so happy for you. I'm so happy that you got your baby. That doesn't like the whole, whole world is not gonna treat you and yeah. your baby as special as you think it is. You know, yeah. like that baby is definitely a miracle. Uh, but you need to, you need to understand that like rules <laughs> still apply to that baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't. Also, I'm sorry. I just got this image in my head. Like they're like on an airplane or whatever, and it's like you didn't pay for that kid. You know, yeah, but because you are ble- this. This flight is now blessed by this is actually my miracle baby and I'm not going to charge you guys. I normally Yeah, will. consider it consider it like my gift to you. Yeah. But I'm not going to charge you guys. Everyone, this is a blessed flight. Everyone holds the baby <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I'll see. This is a miracle baby. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like it's too much and the thing is like they're totally not the asshole because he had those flashlight flashcards ready which means that if he showed them to you is because he was correct in his prediction that you guys gonna bring it up again you know also mm -hmm. he's three years old now how long have they been doing this shit (laughs) For three years, they've just been using the miracle baby as an excuse. I'm telling you, it's never going to stop. Three years, dude. Okay, fine. It's three years. That's still technically toddler. Mm-hmm. What about when he turns five or seven? I think Is he's gonna always just... going to be a miracle baby. Yes, to, uh, to, to, them. to them. So, like, to everyone, they're going to be like, "Wait a second. Tommy had a birthday party, per- birthday party, and you guys didn't invite my kid. Do you not know he's a miracle baby? <laughs> he is invited to all the parties. Like, how long are they gonna keep going with this? You know, forever, forever, until someone puts them like puts a stop to them. And yeah. it, dude, it's it's this wedding is about the people getting married, not about you and your kid. Yeah. So if no kids are allowed, no kids are allowed. That includes all miracle babies, you know, like, oh, I, this, I don't, I feel sorry for this kid. What does that even mean too? Like, why would they, okay. Okay. Let, let's play it out. Right. All right. Let's play it out. The uh, Let's say that OP, whatever, and his wife sent out this rule, right? They sent out this, this thing. No children allowed. And then the the brother, Chris, and the wife come, and they're like, hey, I noticed that you guys sent an old children rule out. Obviously, like, that's an exception for our miracle baby, right? Like, do they expect for uh, OP and the wife to be like, oh, of course, yeah, of course, miracle babies are allowed. I'm so sorry. I should have written it down. Exception, miracle babies. <laughs> like, what is the expectation here? No, dude. Like, take your miracle baby and, like, I'm not going to say anything because it's a miracle baby. <laughs> I know, I know where my limits are. I'm not gonna, you know, talk bad about that miracle, baby. But um, uh, like, no, dude, you're you're delusional, and you need to like chill. You know, I believe you're the asshole. Op's not the asshole. Op's the not brother, the asshole. The brother and the wife are. You're yeah, the 
And I uh, honestly, I really like what OP did because card it sounds like they finally got it. They finally understood. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can't get I mean, mad at someone for for doing that. You're the one that pushed them to do that. If you had understood yeah. from the first time, they wouldn't have been ready with flashcards on your first question. I wonder if he's used the flashcards thing before. It sounds sounds very effective. Apparently, apparently. Yeah, he already had a whole set of stickers and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, well, this one was not the asshole. Uh, top comment is, she would have told them that all babies are miracles. But that you were having a miracle free wedding. <laughs> miracle free. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean you shouldn't have you shouldn't need to do all of this. I feel shit. like these parents these are gonna know. are gonna treat other babies as less than, which is gonna cause this kid to to be like, Oh, I'm special though. Yeah. You're not special. And that's gonna be a rude awakening once they go on to the real world. They're going to get beat up at some point. Everything have that attitude. Yep. Maybe they really are a miracle baby. What if they have superpowers? <laughs> what if they really <laughs> just grow into it, you know? <laughs> They've just been trying to show the whole world and no one's like, oh, yeah. who cares about your miracle yeah, baby? Mike, get the fuck out of here, you miracle <laughs> baby. Like, but I'm telling you, you can float. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but... Did you mean fly? Because you say float. I mean, float um, and fly is the kind of thing. I guess float, no. you must stay still. Fly is no, like, float is when you're floating on water, bro. Can you float in just air? <laughs> no, that would be levitating, no? Yeah, levitating. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad your baby can float. <laughs> How did you test that out? <laughs> <laughs> Tossing the water. Uh, next story here, though. I love this next story. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not going to say anything. I hope you guys love it, too. Next story here is... I've been lying to my wife. I've been married to my wife for eight years, together for 12. We have a four-year-old daughter. I love them both as much as a human is capable of loving more than I ever thought I'd love anyone. I genuinely couldn't live without them. However, I've been keeping a massive secret from them both and it's starting to weigh on my conscience. Every few months, maybe two to four times a year, I rent a hotel room. I tell my wife I'm going on a business trip or visiting my sister, or whatever believable excuse I can think of that would get me out of the house for a night or two, and I eat. You see, my daughter has a peanut allergy, which means we've become a strict no-peanut household. So I get a room, I gorge on everything I can't have at home. Peanut butter, cookies, Reese's, Cap'n Crunch, Naughty Buddies, Puppy Chow, you name it. I put on a movie, smoke a bit of weed, and eat myself into a coma. Then the next day, I brush my teeth several times, put the clothes I was wearing in a bag, take a super hot shower, and put on fresh clothes that I kept that I kept sealed in a plastic bag, and I go home where the clothes go straight into the washer with a little bit of bleach. And my sweet, beautiful family doesn't suspect a thing. My wife always greets me so warmly, asks how my trip was, and kisses me on the same lips I used to lie and betray them. And I tell myself I'm not going to do it again until a few months have passed and I'm sweating at the thought of a Snickers bar. That's it. I love this one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's like a really like weird turn. Yeah. Like, when I was reading it, because obviously I had to find these stories, so I had to read them. I was like, oh, this is like, you got a mistress or some shit. Yeah. But apparently the mistress is like. Chocolate. Uh, peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, Reese's, like, peanut butter cookies and shit. Yeah, I love I like this it. story. I, I, I don't know why he lies. I don't know. Maybe he just has like. 
like he feels bad that he's gonna go and enjoy peanut butter without his daughter being there. I, mean, I just would love to find another Reddit story where it's the wife and like I've been lying to my husband <laughs> and my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one of the daughter should like I lied that I had a peanut allergy. <laughs> Dang. That'd be crazy. I'd love it though. That'd be awesome. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Just off the bat. I, I wouldn't lie. I don't just be like, I need some peanut butter. I don't understand. I've never craved peanut butter this badly. Me neither. But it's one of those things, I think, where it's you like can't you can't have, so have, you have it. Do you want it? Therefore, you want it. Think so? Yeah. I, I mean, my really love for love avocados peanut. really grew like tenfold when once I became, became allergic. allergic to avocados. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad that you still eat avocados too. But nonetheless, no one I, can stop me. I don't think you would go as far as like, let's say I'm like, you can't eat avocados anymore because it really does like injure your body, right? Like that's not a lie. It messes your body up, mm-hmm. right? If I told you there's that's it, no more avocado in this household. Would you secretly go? And I find would tell you you're crazy. There's n- you're not keeping me away from what avocado. If, what if I am? What if I do? Because I buy the groceries, right? I mean, I we go together. And how many things do I now sneak into that cart? <laughs> <laughs> what if? Okay, I, I'll go with the groceries and I, on myself from now on. Mm-hmm. No more avocados for you. Would you go and rent a hotel and? Just snack on I would avocados. just go buy avocados myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess, but like, I guess this makes sense because well, like cause you're the allergic one. Yeah, the allergic one. Um, and I'm yeah, not severely I, allergic. Yeah, I mean, I think this dude shouldn't be lying. Like, why? Why can't they just like? Why can't he just go and like tell his daughter to? Why? Why can't he hire a babysitter? And just go and munch and munch on those Reese's, Captain Crunch, whatever. With your wife, do it together. I mean, it's a guilty pleasure, right? So go do it. Go do it. What if she she ca- she doesn't care about doesn't peanut like, butter like that much? She doesn't care about it. Yeah. The thing is, this is not. I even could a big live deal. without peanut butter. Yeah, I could see you, but like, this is not a big deal. Like, homie, just tell your wife. You're not gonna be like, oh, how <laughs> dare you? You're eating peanut butter without me. Like, okay, okay, no, okay. Dude. Let's let's say, let's say, okay, to make yeah. this the story more spicy. Okay. Or juicy, that this mom, <laughs> okay, distracted me. This chair is for me. No feet up here. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's say this mom is like the mom of the miracle baby. Okay, she's just like I should petition so that peanut butter is taken out of um, all school lunches and. Um, it's taking out of <laughs> whatever it is and she's okay. like strict no peanut butter so if he told her he's like how dare you you don't understand what if there's one micro like peanut butter on that clothes you want to kill our daughter is that what you want i feel like uh, those people are so extreme right yeah but, like do you agree with that like do you do you think um do you think that they're right where they, you should be super, super precautious when, I don't know, handling that kind of stuff? And I feel not? like he is super precautious, you know? But some people yeah. think, like, what if she thinks that no precaution is is enough, yeah. you know? But in, okay, I've had cravings, you know? And 
I think they're not as bad as his. I don't think yeah. I've ever had a craving that bad. But I also know how it sucks to like not have what you want, you know. So yeah. when I'm ever like, I want some of those little sisters cheese stuffed crazy bread okay. like i want that you know yeah. so if someone told me oh you're not allowed to ever have that again yeah then that that would really suck so i feel like if i can be super cautious then then they should there shouldn't be a problem yeah but let's say for the sake of the story that that's why he lies would you still go about it like would you still do that would i still tell her no would you still lie because you've wife, already tried to tell her. If I know my wife is like this, and I just can't shake this whole desire for peanut butter, I probably would lie. And I'd probably... I wouldn't. I'd probably lie, and I'd probably be... Well, actually, never mind. Like, if we're living in this scenario where I tell you whatever the heck I want because you don't care, um, uh, I would tell you, yo, I just... I'm addicted to this peanut butter. And... Uh, whether you like it or not, I'm gonna rent the hotel room. Oh and shit! I'm gonna eat my peanut butter. Like I have to just tell you, like I can't like, if I can't let it go. But I'm gonna. You're I gonna mean, kill our daughter. Well, better her than me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, so one of us has to go, and it ain't the peanut butter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I, I, I tell you, I have to go and eat my peanut butter, man. Like, I just can't let it go. Now, do I like being like this? Do you think I love being a peanut butter addict? No. So I'm gonna try to just kind of chill it down from once a month to once every two months. And then he already only does months. it a couple times a year, but yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like we haven't come into a, a, a disagreement like that before ever. Yeah. So, I think I would do the same thing. I'd be like, "Look, I need my peanut butter, and this is my plan. I'm going to rent a hotel. I'm yeah. taking extra clothes that are going to be sealed, vacuum sealed. Um, that I'm, that's the clothes I'm going to wear on my." on my way back i'm gonna yeah. take a super super hot shower like burn my skin off okay. and i'm gonna brush my teeth and throw away that toothbrush um and everything's gonna be okay and every time we come i'm just gonna like make sure that i have a EpiPen ready just in case even though that's like worst case scenario because i truly believe that this is that there's like a lot of a reassurance basically. yeah and if you're still like i don't care how how much precautions you take i don't think it's okay I, i'm gonna say well i agree to disagree and this is what i'm gonna do and if if anything happens it's on me but nothing's gonna happen yeah just how come you're so obsessed with peanut butter but like the second thing yeah you, it's you, that you, you, do, you do that like if you're gonna what if i told you you can never run again i can never run again mm -hmm. You can walk. You can speed walk. Nah, I need to run, bro. You you would test it. I would test if I can run? No, you would, like, try to oh, run. The, the fact that you're, like, um, you can't get what you want. Yeah, like, it makes, it makes you want yeah, it more. It does make you want it more. Um, um, but, like, you're, what you're saying is, I mean, correct. Just reassuring. I just like the story. And I just, just wanted a plot yeah. twist. Yeah, I like it. Um, my top comment on this one was, Maybe, oh, dude, that's good. Okay, maybe you and her could hire a sitter and go somewhere together for an exotic peanut butter themed getaway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but that's what, like, <clears throat> this is just saying, saying that she's also obsessed with peanut butter like he is. 
Sure. You know, like who's obsessed with peanut butter like that? Yeah, probably. I guess I don't know. Probably a lot of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know people go crazy for peanut butter. And butter. Uh, and but for both, just peanut because it's also Reese's the Reese's the Reese's chocolates. Oh, oh, that is peanut butter, huh? Yeah, yes, you're right. Oh, it's peanut butter. Uh, well, peanuts and and peanut butter. I guess it's like a big thing. Um, uh, what if she has been sneaking out already? Good for her. <laughs> they are both lying to each other when they don't need to. Yeah, I mean, if you come clean, maybe you'll you'll both realize something. I don't know if they actually are both going out and for some reason binging on peanut butter. I think that's that though. There's not much too. I just want, I really yeah. want to throw this one in there because it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I hope he does end up coming clean, and and if, and if if he does, then hopefully it works out for both of you. I don't know what can what can I say to these people. Uh, next story here though is my husband curses our baby out when no one's around. I'm shocked as I'm writing this. I don't even know what to say to him. This happened yesterday night and tonight. Also, English isn't my first language. My husband and I both 30s had a baby girl in September. We wanted to become parents and he was over the moon when I told him I was pregnant. Ever since she was born, he's been super involved. He longs for an opportunity to hold or feed her. He's the one bathing her in the evening as part of her bedtime routine. We have a baby monitor that we usually turn on when she's asleep. Yesterday, while he put her to bed and sat next to her crib, I was hanging out in the living room when I heard someone talking and realized the baby monitor was on. The volume was quite low. So I couldn't make out the words at first, but when I turned it up, I froze. What I listened to was my husband talking to our baby, basically insulting her and cursing her out. This sweet man sat next to her crib saying things like, I hate you so much, you have no idea. That's right, you heard me, you little F word. I don't want this to be deleted, so I won't go into much detail, but what the fuck? When he came to join me in the living room, I asked him if everything was alright without mentioning what I heard, and he was completely normal. The sweetest guy. So tonight, I turned the baby monitor on ahead of time purposefully to listen in on them again. And he did it again. I'm so confused. The way he speaks to our baby is horrifying. I'm not sure if I should be worried for her safety and how to even approach this. That's that. Oh my gosh. I think I would be scared. That is a really, that is a scary thing, huh? Yeah. Like, I think I genuinely would be scared if... If you're cussing this baby out, our baby out. Yeah. And then you come to me, you're like, oh, she's so adorable. She just yeah. went to bed. Like, that would kind of scare me. I'm like, that, that's yeah. the... I feel like two-faced people don't really get exposed like this. Yeah. And to, like, you see it with your own eyes. Oh, I guess hear it with your own ears in this circumstance. Oh, in my head, the baby monitor also has a camera. So it's like... Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, how, like sophisticated that but like you're seeing that and you're lying to my face oh that's that's a little creepy that is a little creepy and now yeah plot twist okay what if the baby's cursed what if the baby's cursed oh this is something we've talked about yeah what if the baby's cursed okay okay and at night in her room a monster comes out, like a demon or some shit. Okay. And the demon keeps trying to approach the baby. What if the guy is not talking to the baby? What if the guy is talking to the demon? Saying like, I hate you so much. You have no idea. That's right. You heard me. And while well, holding the baby, right? Like right here? Mm-hmm. 
I guess you wouldn't hold the needle <laughs> <laughs> like this, like a, like a machine, I'm not like a rocket or something. Okay, well, you tossed over here. Yeah, you toss it over your back, whatever. <laughs> and um, you're talking to a demon. You're like, I hate you. You heard me, you little fuck. Whatever, <laughs> right? You stay away from us or whatever, right? But like nobody knows because all you do is all you hear is the baby monitor. So like, I could be it too. Okay, but that's weird though because like, why wouldn't you tell your wife? You're scared. <laughs> you're scared of the demon. I don't know. No, no, no. These things. Um, it's just for me. Oh, but okay. it also could be that the baby's cursed, and the baby is blackmailing him when the mom's not looking. So this story, you just want to like not even this address is a the fun story. The story. I'm giving out very realistic possibilities that could be happening. What are you talking about? No, okay, okay. For to to clue people in, we've talked about when we watch scary movies and um, the kid is able to see or speak to um like the Son demons the or whatever. Which one? Son of the Mask. Oh gosh. Okay, you're really not trying to have a conversation. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, if it's Son of the Mask, right? Yeah, I guess and that one's dancing, really creepy. It's weird, bro. Yeah. Okay, go on. What's your point? Like, what would we, what would we do? Would we, we keep the kid? <laughs> I say I wouldn't keep the kid. <laughs> <laughs> but my kid out here dancing and like, hello, my mom, whatever that little dude does in the two mask thing. We'd go viral. You're out of you're. Oh, I guess so, huh? But you're out of here, dude. I'm not taking care of a baby who's possessed. Like you think I'm doing? But that, I can that make would, another one. That would make you laugh. It depends how it depends how funny the possessed baby is. If homie's like walking in the seedings and he's just doing some funny shit, yeah, no, whatever. No, thank you. What? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sir. Look, look. If the baby's walking in the seating, just doing some stupid shit, and it's funny, I'm cool with it. If he's like walking out with a knife, yeah, you're out of here. If you're turning on the oven for no reason, you're out of here, dude. No, dude. You're you're not even being serious right now. What do you mean? If it was like on the ceiling. Yeah, because look at this, okay? There's two different things here. There's two different things at play. If the baby's cursed, right? Or possessed, whatever it is. Yeah. Because we don't really know. There's no, like... Yeah. Right? And he starts just walking up the walls and shit. My first two thoughts are, oh, this kid's possessed. Mm-hmm. Or he's born with superpowers. Okay. Until he does something to let me know that whatever it is that he's up to is evil, I'm keeping it. Because realistically, like, let's say your baby started floating and you give that bitch away to, like, an, an, inf- an, an infantry, whatever it is. Orphanage. Orphanage. You realize you might have just given away your superpowered baby, right? Like, he could have been, like, Superman, for all we know. Okay. In the future. Okay, let's, let's, let's take a serious note on this story. I'm serious, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I would genuinely be scared forever, like forever and ever mm-hmm. about trusting you with, with my daughter oh yeah 100 you know like let's say we talk about it yeah and somehow i'm able to like have you really talk to me and it's just something that you need to go to therapy for yeah even like after therapy i feel like i always need to have a camera yeah. or something because it might be worse it might worsen you know oh. now it's cussing the baby out but like give the baby a few years what if the dude starts like Hitting the baby and being yeah. like, she tripped. And the one, like, you know, when you were at work, she tripped. I'm sorry, she's hit her head. Yeah. Right? 
starts poisoning the baby, putting like things in the in the, in the little bottle. Thing bottle, yeah. And it's like, oh no, she just has a bad immune system. Yeah, no, this dude's very iffy. I wouldn't trust him with our baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's say it was me though. How would you approach that? Yeah, you're over here like cooking, and then you just hear. Oh, I tell you straight up, dude. Yeah. You come back outside of this room and be like, dude, "What the fuck?" Like, you serious? You're like, "What did I do?" <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's what you do. And then you're like, "Bitch, you know what you did? Like, I just heard you do this motherfucking monitor. You're just cussing your baby out." Oh my gosh! I just realized right now. Like, I have never been like gaslit, really. You know? Yeah. But like. How do you fight against someone that's like gaslighting you? You know, what if I came out? I'm like, what are you talking about? I I just put our daughter to bed. Yeah. And you're like, I heard you. I heard yeah. you cuss that baby out. Are you okay? I don't know what's going on. I just yeah. put our baby to sleep. Like, do you, what are you talking about? Make you feel some other type of way. You feel like, how crazy. do you react to that? You know, like, I th- honestly, though, like, if I heard it with my own tears, right, I'd stand my ground. But if you said something like, Oh, you, it must have picked up, like, a different channel from another baby monitor around the, the area. Like, why am I, how am I even going to, you know? What I, mm, I was going to say, what I would do is buy better monitors, the ones I can record. Mm-hmm. But, like, then you'd be on to me. You'd never do it again. At least yeah. from what I know. I would also turn the baby monitor Maybe off. what I would do is I'd, I'd buy a fake, not fake, a, yeah, yeah, a fake pan or something that has a built-in microphone and just put it always recording for 24 hours and catch you on the act. Mm. And then it'd be like, what are you going to say now, bitch? And that's when you'd go rogue and try to kill me. Dude, that... Because that's what this is going to do, right? <laughs> if you approach this dude on your own, this guy might honestly be so insane on the main brain that he'd kill you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude's the definition of two-faced. He's that, a psychopath. That, he's that's really scary, though. Like, to be honest, scary. like, yeah. like if you're cussing the baby out, and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And you're, like, really happy. I love that baby, man. Like, dude, that's... Yeah, and if I am to push it, like, who's to say that that switch doesn't flip on me? 100%. Yeah. Scary as shit, dude. But, like, how how do you, like, deal with that, though? Because if, like, if it's you, if it really is you, we've been together for so long, I I think I know you, and then that happens? Yeah. That's, like... That's some, like, like life-altering shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the person you've been sleeping with, the person you've been laughing with, is now no longer the person you think they are. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, dude, I am. Um, I don't have much of advice for you, to be honest, because I don't know what to do. But uh, what I would suggest is record it, have some proof, and then figure out, maybe contact an expert and see what to do here. I wouldn't even try to approach him, honestly. That's scary. No, I would not even suggest you try to approach this dude. Because if he's capable of just from one moment to the next, cussing your baby out to now being like the sweet man you say he is, you don't know what else he could, is, he's capable of doing. I would get proof and then talk to some lawyer to see what the fuck. <laughs> or go to some psychologist or some shit. And Maybe be like, what I would what, do. This is what's going on. Like, what the heck is happening here? Is it safe? Maybe what I would do is, like, I, I would grab our daughter and take her to my mom's. And then, like, you come from work or whatever. And I have, like, m- my brother's. Oh, go on. Right. 
Okay. <laughs> That's gotta be the real yeah. Go I have my brother's like outsider door. Like you come in and oh. I'm like, hey, I want to talk to you. Like, can you come sit with me? And then I try to talk to you. Oh, yeah. it's you. Huh? It's me. Yeah. yeah. And I try to talk to you and I'm like, hey, like, I've, I, I've heard you cuss our daughter out, you know? And like that, if anything goes wrong, like my brothers are very unable to walk in right away. Mm. Yeah. Because what if I it was? Know, what, what if, if it's just a- like like whatever the version of post postpartum depression on guys is on the guy is yeah post hatred. What I don't know post hatred. Everything <laughs> postpartum. Post hatred, I don't know. Postpartum, so like after birth. Yeah. Oh, is that what Depression? postpartum means? Okay, postpartum <laughs> hatred. There we go. Got it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think any. This is this, this is what I'm. This is what I'm trying to get. At. I don't feel like any sort of direct confrontation with this dude is a good idea. That's where I stand. By even yourself. You, no, even with. Even with your brothers. Even if I had my brothers there. I just don't think, dude. Okay, okay. Think about this, okay? Think about a scenario where this dude is just not right in the brain, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you turn up with your brothers, right? You're like, yo, homie. You wouldn't know my brothers are there. That's fine. But okay. I, as soon as they go in, and your brothers come out, blah, right? They're both there. And no, you don't. Go, they only come out if, oh, if, if something, something goes, goes wrong. wrong. Okay. Let's say let's say I'm there, right? And then and because I'm the bad dude in this scenario, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yo, homie, I heard you cussing our little girl out," and I'm like, "What? I didn't do that." You're like, "I heard it. I caught it. You play the you play the the secret pen that was recording me the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you piece of shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. on the, on the mm-hmm. mic, whatever." And um, I'm like. Oh. I start going ballistic, just throwing shit all over the place. Oh, I didn't do nothing, blah, blah, blah. Running around, you know, <laughs> take off, I don't know, my shirt or something. Run around, you know what I'm saying? Start throwing everything. Like, uh, that, what I'm trying to prove is, like, people go crazy and shit. Even if your brother's okay, in there, okay. this dude could cause a lot of harm. Gets a knife out. Yo, who the fuck thinks I'm, I'm telling this shit? You know what I'm saying? Starts. Why, you know why are you so ready to do all these like, things? Just like, oh, it's top of your head. Practice? I don't know. But, like, what I'm saying is, this dude is not safe. He's not right. You should first talk to a psychologist, right? Someone who knows what the brain is. I guess is the part that, like, like I'm still focusing on that I feel like, like you're forgot yeah. is the fact that, like, you, it would be like me, like right now, me. Mm-hmm. You know me. You've been yeah. with me for so yeah. long. Like, that would be your reaction already. Like, no, I, the second, like, that happens, you already don't treat me like no. I've known you. No, what I'm saying is, if this is you. Mm-hmm. I would go because I wouldn't think you you would go ballistic because like yeah, but I've I never seen you do that, you know. That's so, correct. but what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is like, if this is you and this happened to you, mm-hmm. like you did this, whatever. I would schedule a counseling session with some psychologist and be like, yo, my wife did this shit and I don't get it. I don't feel like I feel safe talking to her because of what she did. So, like, have you seen this happen before? Can you tell me what steps I can take? I don't want to lose her. I love her. Like, can you let me know what's the and safest way to approach her now that she that I know that she did this? And she's been lying to me this whole time? 
and then come back and be like, and and take whatever stuff okay to, so to up till that point yeah. you still like we still go to bed yeah, the same. i mean honestly i wouldn't be i wouldn't even be like scared scared right but like i'd, I'd be like concerned and that's when i would go talk to a psychologist and figure out what the fuck is even about this because from what all i know you're you could be a victim you know you could be that, that you're just like you've never had a baby before now that you have a baby, you feel like this baby is somehow taking over your life or whatever. And so you hate it. That's all. From all I know, you, you might not even, like, you might not even be messed up in the brain. You might just Then be why like, not talk to me? Because I don't want to first see how the best way to approach you. Because from all I know, I could approach you in a way where I'm like, yo, I heard you saying these things. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, like, oh, that's not me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'd want to know what way I could actually talk to you, which mm -hmm. would be safest to you. Because I don't know. I've never been through this scenario before. I can only work off of assumptions, right? Yeah. So, like, that's, I want to know how I can approach you best. This is a scary situation. Comment? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, top comment here is, <laughs> it's so funny because you just said this. This is such a terrible situation to be in. I agree with a lot of comments saying that you should record this when it happens again if you're able. See, that's what I'm saying. I have seen some people suggest reaching out to a psychologist or a lawyer. Dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. Okay. I have seen some people suggest re reaching out to a psychologist or a lawyer before confronting him. I don't necessarily agree unless you plan on doing either of those things within the next few days. I wouldn't sit on this too long, OP. You have no idea if these are just cruel words or if he wishes to harm your baby. And the longer you sit on this, the more chances he has to be around her or alone with her. Record him and yes, do not confront him alone. Who knows what he might do if pushed into a corner. This could be PPD, as others have mentioned, but we aren't capable of giving that diagnosis. This is why it's important to confront him with a third party and a recording. Best of luck, OP. I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. So guys can also have postpartum so, depression, I guess. Yeah, it could be, I guess. I guess it just doesn't get talked about as much as yeah. it does with yeah. women. Um... You know what the other thing you could do too? Mm. There's a hair on my mic and it's like blaming. The other thing that you could do is you could simply just eliminate the conversation with the baby that he has um, until you find maybe a psychologist. So that's what you want to take by saying things like, hey, I actually read online and I heard that we're, we should leave the baby alone when it's sleeping um, uh, to better its health, whatever. So once you're done with the bath, just go leave the baby there and come Watch a movie with me or something, right? And then you're basically, like, forcing him not to be with the baby alone. I would just be with you the whole time that you're with the baby. Oh, yeah, you could do that. You could also be like, oh, hey, I want to start joining you when we put the baby to sleep. That way she sees us or he sees us before going to sleep, you know? Yeah, until you can figure what next steps you want to take. That way you... She, he, he's not alone with the baby anymore. Oh, dude, I feel like as humans, we think we're the shit and stuff. And we really aren't. Like, yeah. you know, you can be so secure in yourself. And then, like, suddenly you have postpartum depression. Yeah, you know? dude, feelings are weird, huh? Yeah. It's weird how we don't control stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's so odd. Like, the biggest, the biggest, uh, I guess my first and probably biggest real life feeling that weirded me out was when they put Nastasia on you. Nastasia? Mm -hmm. Whatever. When they put that bitch Nastasia <laughs> on you. 
<laughs> you know, bring this T-shirt. Just sits on you. Do you go numb? Um, and then when they put Anastasia or Nastasha, whatever it's called, on you, you have no control anymore. Yeah, it's so weird to me. Like before that, I was like, oh, you, whatever, you can, can just control your body at will, right? Mm-hmm. And to an extent, I still believe that. But like when they inject you with that that stuff, and like your body just whatever, I've had it in multiple places in my body, right? Mm-hmm. It just dies. It just goes numb. So you can't feel it anymore, but it's still there. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. You had lost control over this limb. I think the weirdest feeling is when you touch something that you can't feel. It suddenly feels like rubber. Yeah. And it's like the weirdest feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It does feel weird. I think it feels weird because you can't understand why you can't like feel it anymore. Because your brain is so used to like, oh, because I put uh, Anastasia, Anastasia on my foot once um, uh, to, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to put my, to do some surgery. And I lost my like feeling on my entire foot. And you can't feel that foot anymore. Yeah. And then you touch it and you bend the fingers and it feels weird. And yeah. the thing is, you can't feel it. So you bend the fingers enough, you can't feel that they break, right? But obviously, I wouldn't be that extreme because I'm like, I'm not trying to break my toes and shit. But like, I'd feel it and I'd bend the fingers and I'm like, what am I doing? Because <laughs> the brain doesn't understand that these are your, like, like it's trying to, con- con- like, it's trying to, like, figure out what the heck, like, this is something that you normally would be able to feel. Why can't you feel it now? So like, it almost gives you like this really icky feeling of like, what is it, am I not in reality anymore? Why can't I bend this piece of limb that used to mm-hmm. be mine? Yeah really weird but i mean it's crazy too, right like yeah. how you nah, that's only that's only physically yeah nah, think about it like psychology 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 bro psychology Man, english is my second language okay it's like psychologically no it's like college you messed whatever, me up whatever, whatever, right on the brain if it's in the brain dude like that's not something you can just physically like you know like, like if, I, if my, my hand is not moving correctly, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck is my hand? I'll go to a doctor's, right? Mm-hmm. If my brain just switches modes without me knowing, I don't know when to go to the doctor. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know if, like, this is right or wrong because my brain is telling me that's what I should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. And that shit's crazy. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Um, but with that being said, this has been the episode um, a lot of two faces. This guy might even have multiple in two faces. I don't know, you know. So, uh, I think if you're dealing with something like this, you should really be careful, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we'd say this so many times at the end of these episodes, but you gotta be careful out there because there's some weird ass people, man. Some weird ass people and in some weird ass circumstances you can get into. Um, nonetheless, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, hit the subscribe button. We love to have you here in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, just watch more episodes because I'm sure we're going to come up with more. And uh, these are fun. And just let us know any other topics that you guys want us to cover. We're here for the long haul, so we'll probably get to it at some point. Um, Anything you want to say before we head out here? Be careful with the two faces in your own home. Oh, dang. You just brought it to their home. That's Mm -hmm. a little personal shit. I hope you're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a stab at me. Um, yeah, no, be careful, man. But uh, nonetheless, I'll be Be guess- careful. Are you being a two-faced? Oh, watch yourself. Um, uh, but I hope you guys had a great day. Great week. Um, I know we just what started this new year. Yep. So I hope you guys are doing great already. If you keep those uh, New Year's resolution going, you know, you got this man or woman's, whatever you are. Um, uh, but yeah. Hope you guys had a great day, great year, great week, 
and a great month and uh, there's better times to come so we'll see you next time bye Ladies.